Jamie, what's going on? This is so cool. <laughs> Welcome to the laundry hour. <laughs> oh man, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so excited about, you know, being here with you. <laughs> You are welcome, and it's cool because um, we have never met, fun fact, but we know each other, Danielle and I, um, and it's kind of crazy and cool. We've got similar hearts and personalities, and now we both have two little kids, even though I'm totally going into a little of what you're saying, but she oh, is no, it's cool. <laughs> she's the founder of the Lightning Gale blog and podcast and stuff so I definitely want you to talk about that a little bit before you introduce your family okay sure sure um well yeah I started the lighting gale in 2015 and I just really felt like God was challenging me to not be so selfish about the struggles that I've been through and the challenges that I've had as a woman and you know being a wife and a mother and Sometimes just really, really being prideful about the testimony, about um, the testimony that God has given me about just what I've overcome and just about the struggles that I've gone through. I like to keep that to myself sometimes and just kind of make it seem like everything's okay. But the Lord has just been really challenging me to just share my challenges and to just be transparent about them and um, just share with others how God is growing me in him through those things so that's why the lighting gale really really started and it's just kind of blossomed into um, a podcast that I've started I started last year and you know that's been a blessing I've been able to just hear from the Lord on different topics to encourage women and I've been able to interview people as well so you know I'm just honored to be able to do that and I'm honored to be able to be here with you and to just share, you know, the things that God has shared with me, with you and your listeners. That's just such an honor for me. I'm so excited about that. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's really just a ministry that the Lord just really birthed in my heart for a really long time. And it's really just now coming to fruition and it's really just becoming, it's really starting to bear fruit. And I just, I'm so thankful and so honored to God for that. For that opportunity so so yeah yeah because um, <laughs> um, I'm reminded of the scripture that talks about how we overcome through our testimonies yes and yes. so um, those are meant to be encouraging about you know like yeah God does this he can do this and um because typically you know we're thinking that he can't do it in my life or yeah he's doing right it else's but yes a reminder of his faithfulness and his goodness um as well as our sin and our depravity yes and our need for him to come through you know absolutely so. you hit the nail on the head for sure <laughs> definitely I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're doing that um Thank so you. tell us a little bit more about yourself and what your family and your home looks like Okay, you know, funny thing, when you said what your home currently looks like, I was like, does she mean like the laundry that I need to wash <laughs> and the floors I need to vacuum? Because that needs to happen too. <laughs> but um, but yeah, our, our home life is just pretty much I am a stay-at-home mom and I'm married to my husband, Tyson. We'll be married for five years this coming November. So we're really excited about celebrating our anniversary together. But um, 
Elijah is our three-year-old. He'll be four this year. And our daughter, Olivia, is five months. She turned five months on the 1st of July. So, you know, she's growing and she's such a joy. And Elijah, by God's grace, he gets along really well with her. He's very kind with her, very loving, very helpful. At the at the most, he might, you know, get a little like, okay, y'all paying too much attention to her. I need y'all to pay <laughs> attention to me, you know, <laughs> which is understandable. But, you know, that's, you know, I'm just thankful for that and their relationship. But but that's that's pretty much my life, you know, just really trying to serve God where I am. And we live in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've been here almost three years and we absolutely love it it took us a little time to get settled and kind of find a community and you know get to know people and connect it took us a little time but I'm thankful that we're at that place where we're connected and you know have found a really great church home and and all of that so that's just a little bit about me so I hope that was enough (laughs) yeah that was great that was great okay so how do you feel God has called you to build your home yes um that was that's a really great question um, that I was thinking about and praying about. And I really believe that the Lord has shown me that I need to be a link to my husband and my children's purpose. Like the link in that I'm not the person who does it. That's God, you know, the Lord, you know, lead in God's my husband and will lead in God, our children. You know, I don't do that, but, to be able to be a link or to help them navigate what that looks like, you know, in my husband's life, you know, he's really been some really amazing doors have just opened up for him. And, you know, and I know eventually that's going to mean that I'm going to have to maybe be at home with the children a little bit longer while he, you know, has to go and do these things. But I realized that God is challenging me to be a little bit more selfless and if I have an opportunity to be selfless and to let my husband do what he has to do that God can use him in a particular area even if it's just in a really small case it's a big thing because he's not having to worry about oh my wife's at home and you know she's mad or she's Mm -hmm. bothered or frustrated and then that's on his mind he can't fully focus on where God has him so I'm just learning that it's in the really small ways that I can just kind of be that link to help facilitate and move him in the direction where God wants him to be. And for my children, you know, this happened a little bit before our interview. I was like, I need to prepare. I need to kind of read some things and just kind of get my mind in a solid place for this interview. And, you know, try to clean up a little bit, just kind of get to a grounded place. And Elijah was like, mommy, can you come play? And I was like, um, (laughs) I was like, you know what? Okay. So I just said, Lord, I trust you. This is my first ministry. You know, my child obviously wants to play, you know, and I want, I don't want to ever just have to shoo him away. And I do do that sometimes, (laughs) but in this case, I felt like God is like, okay, this is an opportunity for you to be a link in love and a link in compassion and Mm -hmm. joy and, um, you know, just being loving in that way. So, you know, I took a few minutes to play with him and he really appreciated that and, I know God, the, God got the glory in that, but it's just in these small things. I think I've made the mistake of feeling like, you know, God has called me, 
to build my home in these big, extravagant, humongous, you know, everybody has to see it. Everybody needs to know about it way, but it's really in those small moments, those small private moments where it's like, okay, you can make the choice to give me glory in your decision-making, or you can make the choice to be selfish and to be, you know, just poor in spirit and and not kind. And so I, I just think, you know, just being the link in these areas in my husband and children's life is, is one of the ways God has called me to build my home. Yeah, amen. Um, you talking about that just made me think how we are supposed to be the helper. Yes. And I um, remember someone talking about like how the man gets the mission and then we in submission, we come under the mission. And so that just makes like that brings that haha it links it together. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yeah. That was really yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's perfect. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you for sure. Because it's totally not mine. But oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about like our children and yeah. Um, we're to help them also with our purpose. I heard another person say like our job is to like be on the lookout for like their giftings and. Right. Like, passions and stuff and then propel them in that so they're not leaving our home feeling like they have no idea who they are who God has called them to be no they have had 18 ish you know yes (laughs) ish years of like walking in what God has already told them to do prior to leaving our house because now you think of that it's like I think of the house as like a like a like a training ground almost absolutely they have the opportunity to try things and fail with us around because you know, they have us when they're out and about, but it's not the same. So when they fail out there, they don't have the comfort and security of mom and dad. Granted, they do have the comfort and security of God all the time. Right. But um, it is different, you know, when you fail at six and when you fail at 35, they're a little different. That's really good, Jamie. Yes. That's music. <laughs> Man, that's powerful because, wow, yeah, you thought about it that way, to be honest. I was, you know, I that's really, really powerful because you're right. It's a complete different thing when your child, you know, maybe pees in the bed, you know, he's he's at home. We understand that, you know, it's just us, you know, or make a mistake in that way or forget to tell us he needs to do something. And but it's obviously not paying his family. He's 30, but, you know, making making a mistake and right But do you, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's such a powerful perspective um, because it's a com- it, that grace and that covering that we're able to give them while they're in the home. And just and it, it is a short period of time, to be honest. It really is. I mean, 18 years to just kind of, you know, pour in and invest and cover them, you know, to prepare them for what's going to be out in the world. Like, yeah. that's that's so good. Amen. Amen to that. And with that being said, is that not the most extraordinary thing we yes. can do? Like you talking about those small moments um, just made me think of the purpose of the laundry hour where as stay-at-home moms, we think, you know, we're not doing anything extraordinary because our lives are so, I don't know, mundane or, yes. or, or even boring perhaps because we're not going out and doing yes. big things. Yes, so good. Career. But, like, we have the extraordinary and potentially scary responsibility mm-hmm. of, of raising people. Like, mm. And, people. you know, yes. 
Yes. I, I just wanted to say, it just came to my mind. And I'll just be honest with you. Like, I struggled when I had Elijah because before I got married, I mean, and, and still now, that's something that God is, is cultivating and is refining over time. But I'm very much a mover and shaker. I'm a, I'm a doer. I get, I like to get things done. I like to accomplish things. I like to set goals. And I like to accomplish those goals. I mean, that's how I feel alive. And so Mm -hmm. I've always done that out in the world, you know, with my career, blah, blah, blah. But when I had Elijah, um, I felt like God was challenging me to put those same things that I did out in the world to use in my home. And do you know what I'm saying? And and I struggled with that. I was like, Lord, no, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I was very, very selfish. And I didn't embrace the idea of being at home with Elijah like I should have early on. But over time, I've just seen how um, putting forth the effort and, you know, those things that I have that I did before I got married, before we had children, that, man, it's so amazing when I let God use me in my home. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're able to just see another life. Like I was telling my husband today, I was like, you know, they're when they're babies they're they're blank can- canvases and that you know they're just like do you know what I mean they're just like these mm-hmm. babies they're these yeah. children who just you know who are going to grow and have personalities of their own but for us to be able to instill things in them that we may have not gotten when we were small mm-hmm. I mean the the values you know manners respect just who God is you know giving them a real a realistic perspective of Jesus you know being able to say Jesus and introduce Jesus and not depend on somebody else to do that because we don't yeah. know him for ourselves you know it's just a beautiful beautiful thing mm-hmm. I mean it is and I've had to I've really had to just block out just the idea that being staying at home mom being a stay-at-home mother is not something that's valuable or it's not something that's you know um just I guess in some ways it is to some people, but society is like, you know, if you're a woman, you need to do this, that, and the third. But, you know, I've just learned how to be content and grateful. And I don't know, it's just, it's just been a real blessing. So I, I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for all you goal setting mamas, set goals, <laughs> how you're going to build your home and instill Jesus into your children, like that same zeal and fire you can have in the workplace you can have in your home. Amen. Also, if you are just tired of being in the house all day, like make different days where you do stuff and go places. Like we have like a schedule for the week and I'm so grateful for it because I'm like, I know what's happening on Wednesday. We're going grocery shopping. That's our work activity and then we have a nap and then we have an afternoon activity right and um like I can still have checklists and all those things so I feel very purposed and purposeful so um practical advice (laughs) yeah that's good (laughs) okay um so what would you say is the mission statement you have for your home and your family sure well one thing my husband has always said since you know we started our families. We want to for love. Mm-hmm. We want to be known to be a loving family. Yeah. And, you know, I know that I, I was just thinking about that. And I was like, oh, people can say, oh, we love this, that, and the third. But when you go to First Corinthians 13, mm-hmm. you see, I mean, loving is not just this word you just throw out there. I mean, 
the love of Christ, if we're going to walk in that, you know, talked about love suffering long and it's kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't parade itself, it's not puffed up, you know, doesn't behave rudely, doesn't seek its own, it's not provoked, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, bears all things, all these things really encompass what it means to have the love of Christ in our hearts. But, but before we can live that out to everybody else, God is showing us that we have to live like that within our four walls among each other. And that is, I think, the lesson that God is showing me that, you know, you have this blog, Danielle, and you, you're doing all these things, you have all these amazing opportunities, and that's wonderful. But if you can't walk that out in your home, then you need to scale it back. Yeah. And that's what God is always challenging me to do is to make sure if what I'm saying matches up with what I'm doing because if not, I need to take a step back right. I need to really take a step back and reevaluate the the priority that um you know my family and in that in the priority that I have there but that's that's one of the mission statements but our our family verse that my husband we just started um you know, really trying to to really walk this particular path. It's a passage of scripture. I don't read all of it. There's, there's a small portion I wanted to share, but it's Romans 12, and it just talks about um, presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. It's a reasonable service, but there's one portion that I wanted to articulate, and it's um, Romans 12 verse 10. It says, "Be com- be kindly affectionate to one another with with brotherly love and honor." giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence. And that's something that God challenges me with in my marriage, to not lag in diligence. And sometimes when I get frustrated, sometimes when I'm tired, sometimes when I'm like, I'm tired of doing every single thing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm just at that point where I'm like, Lord, I am at my wit's end. God has to remind me to not lag in your diligence because Jamie, I'm telling you, it's without fail. When I decide to surrender to God, even when I'm at my wit's end, the Lord is so faithful to to restore me. I mean, he's so faithful to just replenish me and to just give me a peace and to just strengthen me in my weakness. It's, it's, it happens without fail. And that's what I've come to just rest in is that even when when I'm at the end of my rope, like, and I'm like, Jesus, I need you because I am, I feel like I cannot do this. The strength of God immediately, like, just taps in and I can keep going another day. I can do something. I can be righteous. I can be loving. I can be compassionate. I can show grace. I don't get it right all the time, mm-hmm. but I realize that when I decide and I'm intentional about letting my choices please God, he honors that thing immediately. I mean, he does. So just within that that passage of scripture that that we as a family, you know, stand on, that that part really blesses me and it really encourages me. And I just want to encourage anybody else out there to to not lag in diligence and to just, you know, respond to the word of God even when it's uncomfortable because God will honor you. I mean, he will. He will honor you. So yeah. <laughs> I think I needed to hear that a few minutes ago. Oh man! Well, praise oh, God. It's I, all good. <laughs> I was trying to call like our internet provider because they're he's hiking up prices. Yeah. And um, and then Noah was just mom, mom, mom. Mm-hmm. She's getting real good at saying my name. Yes. But, <laughs> 
like getting like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I knew she was hungry and it was like, so everything was happening. And then we sat down to eat and my husband was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I was just really upset. And he was like, you still upset? And I was like, hmm, well, I guess it's over. We're just yeah. eating. It's fine. Uh, relax, lady. Like, yeah, move on. Continue yeah. loving your family. Um, so, yes. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh, I, I, look, <laughs> I get it. I, I totally get it. Because Elijah, that mom, that mama, mama, mama. Hey, no, what it is is, hey, mama. Hey, mama. And I'm like, yes, sweetie. Like, sometimes my teeth are, like, gritting. I'm like, yes, my love. What is it, honey? You know, but sometimes, you know, just, just. And I thank God for our husbands, right? Like, let's just, just, just thank the Lord for our husbands. (laughs) Because, oh gosh, I'm just so thankful sometimes for our husbands to just come in and be like, okay, let's, let's reel it back. Let's look, let's look at the, you know, reality of what's going on outside of our emotions. So I'm so thankful for that, but I get it. I understand. We all have those moments. So Mm -hmm. I'm just thankful, thankful for God's grace in, in those moments as well, though, as well. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the next one. My next yes. question, what are some of your home and life scriptures? Because this is why, okay, so scripture is just amazing for so many reasons. But yes. one of the reasons is like um, when times get tough, um, we need something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I think about Jesus saying like, if you listen to my words and obey them, it's like you're building your house on a solid rock. Um, yeah. When the storm comes and it beats against your house, your house will still stand. So when the storm comes, what do we have to stand on? We have his word. And so Amen. I like having scriptures. For example, Romans twelve ten will become one in my pocket. Amen. So when the motherhood frustrations come, what can I say? Hey, keep on being diligent. Keep on. Um, so what are some of your home and life scriptures? Yes. Well, I, there's two, there's one that I actually came upon recently that I never really thought about. And, you know, it really refers to the relationship between me and my husband Mm -hmm. and only because life, like who I am as a mother, you know, that's affected by who I am as a wife. And, you know, when the relationship with my husband and I are not really, it's not right, or it's not on kilter or, you know, we're not, we may not be having a really good day, you know, sometimes that imbalance causes me to not be as patient with, you know, our son Elijah, or, you know, Olivia's crying might be that much more irritating, like, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it, everything is thrown <laughs> off, I just know for me it is, so mm-hmm. one scripture I wanted to share was Proverbs 17 and 9, and it says, love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. And I want to say that my husband and I are close friends. We're supposed to be life partners, best friends. And I realized that when we both decide to forgive our faults, when I decide to forgive his faults, even though he might be wrong, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to show grace and compassion. The love can prosper and grow and thrive in my heart. And I can begin to cover that that sin with, you know, the love of Christ that I have. So I just, I just realized that forgiveness and grace and compassion, even when I've been wronged, God can use that to um, minister to my husband. And I just, I'm just so thankful that, that 
Tyson is a believer in Christ. And I know some wives can't always say that. And I'm, I'm praying for them. And I pray that their husbands receive Jesus. But I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm just thankful for that because that goes into my next verse. And that's 1 Peter 3, 1, 1 and 2. And this is the New Living Translation. And it says, in the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. And I just realized that, you know, doing what God says, even if my husband may kind of be like, oh, might, might be doing his own thing. We all do. We're all human. We all fall short of the glory of God. But, you know, it's not going to be by me nagging him. It's not going to be by me pushing the children on him. Well, you do it. You take care of it. You do this. You do that. I'm tired of doing this, throwing off restraint. It's not going to be that way. It's going to be our godly lives that speak to them without words. Then mm -hmm. they'll be won over by that. And I just, that's not always easy to do. But as I said before, just trusting God and realizing that when we honor him and we choose to submit to what he'll have us do, when we choose to say, okay, God, you know, I've, I've had to change this diaper or I've had to take care of this mess. I've had to do this and I'm that and I'm tired and I wish this and I wish that. We can say, you know what, God, I submit to what you want me to do. You speak to my husband. You um, just move on his heart. And he does. God, he, he definitely does. So, and like I said, I, I'm not trying to leave out my children because, you know, they're not left out. But I realize that if I don't work on my marriage, if I'm not working on the relationship with my husband, because we were there before our children got here, if our relationship isn't good, then I'm going to be no good to them. So I just, th those are some scriptures, um, Proverbs 17 and nine and first Peter three, one through two, those two scriptures have, are really helping me, you know, cultivate a great relationship with Tyson. And so that when that happens, it's nothing but an outpouring and an overflow of that love between us that I pour out to them, to our children. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Our, okay. Um, our love for God um, overflows into our love for people as well. So that makes sense in that, um, like that mirror image that I have. Um, but thank you for um, like an impromptu marriage counseling session. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what do I do? Like, oh, no problem. We, assuming moms are married, we are wives yes. first. And yes, God did call us to love our children, called us to love our husbands and to submit and to respect and to honor them. And um, very easy to when you have children to put all of your eggs in that basket, yeah. at the first basket. Um, but if we have our priorities in line, and if I'm falling in love with it, I will love my husband so much more. And then yep. if I'm falling more in love with my husband, I will love my kids so much more. Amen. So thank you for reminding me the right place, God. Um, yeah. My Praise God, sis. Transparent moment. Brian and I are great. We are great friends. And I'm very thankful for the marriage and relationship. Um, but he has said to me and like like we are good and we can keep coasting good or we can continue it's good yeah 
so desiring to get better like sometimes I listen to podcasts about marriage and I'll pray about it and think about it but I'm very grateful for the scripture practical um, because we can listen to things and just similar to what you said if we're not actually for our lives it means nothing um, especially as asked a speaker people I don't know what to call ourselves but yeah and, and the truth which is great but we are doing a disservice if we are not um, obeying it amen so um can I pray over you yes yes I'd be honored yes I I feel like it's time to pray yes please Um, (laughs) thank you God I just want to come to you and say thank you for who you are um my heart is a little heavy because I feel a little convicted by your word Uh, I do this I love my husband better, and uh, um, sometimes I get thinking on how um, you have put in your word how we are to love our husbands, how we are to love our children, how we are to love you. Yes. So um, I pray that we will just come back to the scriptures we heard today, the concepts that we heard today, um, and um, Holy Spirit, I you with um transform our hearts and our lives so that we um, have new desires, desires to be selfless, desires to to press on and be diligent, desires to to love like First Corinthians says and not to love um, with ulterior motives or whatever tendencies that we have. Um, Lord, open our eyes to see uh, the errors of our ways. Yes, Lord. Um, still loving our husbands as well as when it comes to raising our children, Lord. And and rather than having us feel condemned because we know that's not from you, help us feel just yes. motivated and excited to love better. Yes, not Lord. That we have loved not well, because I know mm-hmm. that tricks myself on. Um, with that, we just thank you so much for the truth of um, – your word thank you for giving us homes and families thank yes, you for, um speaking to us through your word and 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 teaching us how to build our homes build our families and um what you want us to look like um continue to to shape that continue to encourage us um and continue to speak to us but more importantly god we need to be empowered by your spirit because we mm-hmm. can't do anything without you so we love you and we're grateful for today thank you so much for danielle for her sweet family for tyson for elijah and for olivia thank you just for the home that you have given her and um the mission to to love uh you say that we will be known by our love god i pray that as her her family loves like you love that people will see that and be be drawn to jesus like never before um bah. i love you so much Lord. thank you so much. In jesus name amen 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 this is fun yes i loved it oh my gosh thank you so much for having me i'm so honored i really am i want to tell you something okay i i just wanted you to know like we haven't met but you know i i I know the day we will it will really my heart will be so glad and i just want to let you know jamie that you are a powerhouse for god and i'm just so 
encouraged by you and just the things God has spoken to your heart and just how you have just really let God use you. You've encouraged me on multiple occasions and I'm, I'm so inspired by you. And I just thank God for you and your husband and your family. And I know God is going to use you guys mightily, even more than you can ever think or, or wonder about or ask or imagine God is going to use you guys. And I'm just, like I said, I'm so honored to be a part of this and that you asked me to, to do this. And I just want to let you know, I, I just, I, I'm just thankful and I know God is going to use you guys. So just be encouraged and know that he's not done with you yet. He, he really isn't. You're really sweet. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, girl. I mean that. <laughs> I really do. I know. I feel the same. I'm very excited for the day that we'll meet. It'll be like, oh, finally. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> also very encouraged and um, challenged and um, sharpened. When we have conversations as well, or whenever I see you say something or hear you say something, even mm-hmm. something. Um, so this was fun. I look forward yes. to seeing you next time. Probably not with people listening, but maybe <laughs> with people listening, right? <laughs> That'll be cool either way. <laughs> yes, I agree. But you have a wonderful day. Um, and I just wanted to finish, um, saying First Peter one and two. Just may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ rest upon everyone and their families. You all have a great one. Bye. Bye.